This is 100% Ska, your weekly all-ska, all-vinyl, pseudo-radio show, with your host, DJ Ryan Bittman. We're bringing you the finest music for your listening, dancing, and working out pleasure. Find your happy place, crank up the volume, and let the beat pick up your feet. another edition of 100% Ska. I'm your host, as always, DJ Ride Midnight, as always, broadcasting from our secret location, deep in the heart of Jersey City, and getting tanked on some delicious Jamaican rum uh, that's pineapple-flavored. Actually, I don't think it's Jamaican. I think it's from Trinidad. Um, but it's delicious. I'm not going to tell you what it is, because they're not paying me to drink it, so I'm not going to tell you. But you'll figure it out. If you are... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Uh, intuitive, you'll you'll figure that out. Anyway, welcome to the show, and we've got a stacked show for you. But let me tell you what you just heard. Uh, starting off the show there was the Classy Rex with One Drop Blues. They're coming out of uh, Canada, and uh, a fine little band they are. So I hope you enjoyed uh, that uh, song. And uh, we've got a, a pretty stacked show here for you. I've got a couple uh, themed uh, sets coming up. And I've got uh, an interview with Barbicide, 
uh, one of New York City's newest bands. Well, newest to perform. They've, they've kind of been around for uh, a, uh, almost like a year and a half now, I think, in, in concept uh, and have already recorded some music. But they are just starting to, uh, to get out there and play uh, in the New York City area. And uh, we'll be ta- having a little interview with them uh, that I did with them uh, last week after their most recent show. And uh, we'll be listening to that later on. So that's exciting. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, so we've got uh, coming up on the East Coast here. Uh, hopefully, if you can make it uh, down in D.C. is Brow Stomp 3. Uh, this is happening at the D.C. Brow Brewery, uh, right outside D.C. I think it's like the northeast uh, corner of D.C., maybe like right outside D.C. technically. Uh, there's a lot of uh, promotion out there, so if you're interested, you should find it. If you don't already know about it, uh, you should find it, and you should drive there and go to that show. I am, so you should as well. And uh, so what I thought I would do here is to give you a sample of some of the music that you might hear at Brow Stomp. There's a ton of bands playing. Uh, you've got... Uh, Pie Tasters are headlining, Eastern Standard Time, Loving Poppers, uh, Scotch Bonnets, um, Catbite I think is playing, I should have the list in front of me, um, So, um, but I think they're playing, uh, Prize Fighters are playing, and a couple other bands, so it's a stacked, stacked show. Uh, so what I thought I would do is to open up this uh, set with uh, some music from that, uh, from that show and uh, you should listen to it. So we're going to uh, start here with the Prize Fighters. This is coming off of their new album, Firewalk. Uh, we did an interview, well, I, we, the Royal We, you know how it is, uh, did an interview with the Prize Fighters, um, I think back in February, so you can find that in an archived uh, episode of the show. But we're going to listen to a uh, track off of that new album, which finally got its uh, LP pressing uh, last month. Uh, available now on Jump Up Records. And uh, the track we're going to be listening to is, let me read it again because, you know, I don't forget, I forget to like memorize this stuff or have it written down. And then I just sound like a jackass, but I'm too lazy to edit it out. So hold on a moment. Ah, yes. The track we're listening to is You'll Never Know. This is the Prize Fighters, right here on 100% Ska. Oh. 
line and sinker, here we go again with a ring pond finger. Gotta get me hook, line and sinker, here we go again, dragging me down deeper. Gotta get me hook, line and sinker. I'm what you call a keeper. Gotta get the beat, gotta get the hook, gotta get the beat, gotta get the look, gotta make me shake. Gotta get me shook, gotta get the beat, look like you need a shook. Gotta get me hook, line and sinker, here we go again, sailor with the thing. Gotta get me hook, line and sinker.
And welcome back. This is 100% Ska. You just heard a fantastic little set previewing some of the bands that you might hear at Brow Stomp 3 down in Washington, D.C. This Saturday, uh, we just finished off that set with the Pie Tasters, who will be headlining this show. Uh, that was a perfect world coming off of their uh, scarumptious 7-inch. So going all the, all the way back to the very beginning uh, of, of uh, the Pie Tasters time, I think that was their very first 7-inch. I know they put out like two 7-inches like super early on. I believe that was their very, very first 7-inch. I'm very happy to have that. Uh, before that, we heard the Scotch Bonnets with Hair Did. Prior to that, Eastern Standard Time with Tenor Madness. Uh, that also comes off of their debut album. Uh, came out in 95, I think. Again, I should have these notes in front of me. I don't, so that's my guess. Life is a circle. Time is a circle. A flat circle. Whatever they say. Anyway. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, and then starting off the set there, that was the Prize Fighters with You'll Never Know, coming off of their sophomore album Firewalk, just out this year, and, um, and it's pretty good. So why don't we listen to an interview, right? So uh, like I said, uh, last week I got to speak with uh, Barbicide, which is a, a newer band coming out of uh, New York City, although their members are no, uh, no strangers. Uh, to the world of ska. Uh, the band was formed by uh, Brendog and Michael, uh, who were also the original founders uh, of Mephiscopheles. Uh, so this is their, uh, their new band, uh, and also featuring on uh, keyboard uh, Jerrica, who once upon a time uh, played for uh, the Scofflaws and uh, the Defactos. Um, although I think I mentioned this in the interview as well, so you'll just hear that again. Anyway, uh, I spoke with them outside of uh, Characters, uh, in New York, uh, outside of the uh, the return of Electric Avenue, uh, which is a hopefully it's going to be uh, like a quarterly uh, show that's put together by uh, Steve Schaefer, who right now runs the Duff Guide to Ska blog, and once upon a time was uh, one of the uh, important members of the Moon Ska Records family. He did a lot of the uh, promotions. So uh, if like me, you once upon a time had a a zine or a radio show or both uh, he probably sent you some CDs uh, back in the day so why don't we listen uh, to this interview so I'm standing outside characters in New York City with Barbicide one of New York City's newest ska bands coming off of if I know your schedule correctly three almost back-to-back -back, uh, shows everybody sounded great tonight I'm really loving your sound but I want to—I want to actually start by asking, where did the Barbicide name come from? <laughs> yeah, it's just—you were just inspired. Insp you were getting your hair cut. And you're like, it literally. We were looking at it. I was get—I was getting my hair cut, and I was looking at a big jar of Barbicide. So for like a half an hour, getting it. And no, Michael was sitting there because Michael did come up with the name, and he's sitting in the barber shop, looking at blades in this blue water. With this logo that's Barbicide on the front, and we just said, the next why thing hasn't is anybody history. used that before? So, yeah, we didn't even make it up. We're just stealing it. It's a company's thing, so we'll probably get sued. So we'll probably end up having to change it to like Barberside or Barbicide Barber side or Scarbicide. Scar that is awesome. Thank you. Ryan. No, we, you can have. You can. That's yours. You can have it. Yes, it's on tape. It's on I tape. Mean, I think there's a Swedish band called. 
So yeah, we probably anyway, will so, get yeah. sued. But and the other thing is, you know, it's like it sounds so metal that it lends itself to great logos and shirts yes. and stuff. Yeah. And we've always been about the buttons and the shirts and you know, like trying to make them as metal as possible. Well, it's, it, it is a very striking logo, which has been kind of out there. And I actually want to kind of get to that in a, in a moment. It's a cutting logo. It's a, cu- it's a, very, it's a cutting, cutting edge. Kind of cutting edge logo. Cut it out. <laughs> as I show my age there. So... Now, if I know now, for those of you who may not know, and everybody should know, Brendog here is the guitarist and Michael the drummer. Now, I think if I know my Mephiscopheles history, so you guys both create, started, co-founded Mephiscopheles. That's true. And I believe this is back in the day. The, back in the day. <laughs> now this is the year was 1990. <laughs> 89. And you you played in a. <laughs> Still as the uh, Doomsday, the ultimate tribute ah, right, to Mephiscopheles. Yes. <laughs> but if you, I believe, I believe this is your—is this your first time playing together since then? I don't. I would. I'm. I'm not sure. If you were band, yeah, yeah, as a band. As a full band, Brendan and I did a duo thing for many years after yeah. that reunion gig. Oh. We would we would go to bars and like sing Sweet and Dandy and stuff like that. <laughs> they were begging for money. This is just the polite way of saying they were destitute. And- and Derek and I were living in, living in Union Square subway station in a in a sleeping bag. No, we just wanted to play music, and um, I, I I was decided I was tired of like dragging a full keyboard rig around, so I was playing on a melodica. He was just doing an acoustic guitar, and we were both singing. It was just sort of a fun thing that. It would have moved to harmonica eventually, <laughs> and of course whistling. Well, not, I have I have to of course also introduce Jerrica who is the the keyboardist for the for the band. Also Scott Pedigree coming out of the Scofflaws and the De Factos among. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and I was in Meth for a minute or two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually toured, about a year. Jerrica yeah. toured with us because Ryan moved to North Carolina and was on sabbatical for a while. And Jerrica played. So polite ways of saying he was also destitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the Scott scene's very incestuous. Everybody play, has played yeah. in every single yes. band, except for Irina, the bassist for the band, who, you know, better late than never, your very first ska band. Yes, it is. So, now, now, how did you get caught up in, with these misfits? Uh, because I know Brendan for a long time, and he knows I am a musician, and... What else? Sing, she can sing well and she we can play. We needed a bass player, and he said, my friend Irina plays bass. And I said, and cool. Irina, Irina has, like, a cool musical background. Because you were doing, like, all sorts of kind of... Yeah. You were doing some sort of, like, kind of dub projects. Yeah, and yeah I was in a rep band called Cracker Snatch, so... And I wrote bass lines for that, and... I don't know. All Wait, kinds of other bands in the 90s. We've got some literally next to a garbage truck. We're, we're literally next to a next to a garbage truck. Yeah, Hopefully, all the sound is coming. I start through. to talk, the trash comes. That's right. <laughs> keeping the keeping the woman down. Yes. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, so we're we're, we're equal opportunity over <laughs> there. Right. Yeah. We're fifty fifty here. We're, 100% white. But yeah. <laughs> Three Jews and an Irishman, two yeah. girls and two boys. Work into a bar. Uh, Let's go to Scott. That sounds like a, uh, a Noah Bex album name. Yeah. Yeah. So, now this is your 
although you've just actually started playing live, you have, have recorded music as Barbicide almost a year and a half ago. If, if I look at the uh, yeah. the timestamps oh, yeah. on some of the demos published on yeah. on YouTube, yes, was there like a which is kind of I guess a, a little bit of a flip. You know, you start your band, you you play a little while, and you record stuff. This is the other side. It's almost been a year and a half. Since we're, the we're inception, lazy. Lazy. We're, we're really lazy. Actually, we were going to do a gig last summer, but you had the detached ret- Right, I had to get eye surgery. Yeah, you had to get eye surgery. Ah. A, a, a vitrectomy. Right, so that so got canceled. Cancel that. that was the deal is, these guys are playing, and they were playing shows, and then Brendan said, and we played like an acoustic thing here, and Brendan said to me, he's like, oh man, we should start playing that, we'll, we'll play some covers, we'll play, I don't know, you know, maybe we'll play like an old MEF song or something. And I said, I said, I'll play with you guys. I said, I'd love to play with you. I said, but when we have our own original music, I said, I don't want to, we didn't want to do covers because I said, that means we've given up. And they were like, okay. So we said, so we decided we wouldn't play out until we were playing all originals. So we had a bunch of songs a while ago, but now we we've got like exception. 14 There songs. was one cover in the set tonight, yeah, the last two, but yeah. it's okay to play some covers. Right, one cover as opposed to almost all covers cover and original, <laughs> one, one or two originals. Well, when we did the like, gig here, when we did the gig here yes, before it was Barbicide, we, we did a full band gig with um, a friend, uh, we had a banjo player too, and my friend oh, Kevin, yeah, 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 Brooks' played. boyfriend Kevin played bass. We did, I don't remember what we called ourselves, was that... Meta, Something we, me, that was before Map, we called it, it Metapocalypse, but it was, we, it, it, we called it the ultimate Mephiscopolis tribute. We were doing yeah, Meptunes. Because we did a lot of Meptunes. Yeah, we were playing some fun things. Um, we have like maybe two or three originals that we still do now. Yes. I think we did on Love and Jezebel back then. Jezebel. Yeah, so we have like maybe two or three. We want to play out until we had until original. Had we want to play original. <laughs> and it's been so much, to me, that's been so much fun. Like writing yeah. new songs and arranging them and working on them. And you, then it's like, and you, you had about maybe what an eight nine song oh, set for a little more, 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 more than that. Like thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Was it like twelve? Or twelve. I'm not sure about twelve. I think we have fourteen songs at this really? point. Yeah. There's a couple more I think in the so. hopper. Yeah, we play, I can tell you. Get out the set list. Count it up. Let's be well, that, accurate. That here. sounds like a full LP Two, to me. Three, yeah. Eleven. So we have eleven originals we played tonight. And eleven and one cover. So it was twelve. And there are more originals. Well, that was that was our entire repertoire. Yeah, yeah. We are writing we the new seed, stuff. Yeah, we yeah. got the seeds and we will, new ones, uh, plants it already. It's also, I think, we recorded some. Well, because back then, we didn't have any money. So you play, and that's how you do it. You played to play gigs. And that was sort of like, at the end of it, after you made some money with the gigging and hanging around, you could you kind of earned to do an album. And this way, we were like, we had jobs. And we had lives. <laughs> we're not, we don't want to tour. And children. And children. And children. So basically, we're saying we're not allowed to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll do an occasional, like, day trip. We'll consider doing, like, an yeah. out of town or that's right. a day trip, you know, a day trip of Philly, type you know, of thing. Yeah, that kind but. of thing. Yeah. We'll probably end up in Pittsburgh and we'll all stay at your parents' house. No, they're still in the house. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll right. stay in there. <laughs> we'll Pittsburgh. Stay, I got friends there. I got friends you just stay underneath one of the three bridges. Right. I'm from Pittsburgh. I grew up there. But, uh, no, he said we can yeah. stay under, under one of the three bridges. Under one of the three bridges. There's more than three bridges there. Much more than three bridges there. Three rivers. Oh, three rivers. All right. But I don't think we're going to sleep under the rivers. Okay. You sleep with the It was three something. I've been listening to that like once or twice. Yeah, three rivers. I mean, three rivers. So when it, so I've like in listening to your sounds, I've listened to your couple songs online. Obviously your full your full 
set now. And obviously very kind of different sound than kind of like the meth, obviously kind of like eschewing the more metal, hardcore sounds. And and to me, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, like I'm hearing a lot of specials, some equators, well, you know, even like like soul radics, you know, the more uh, if you listen cool to hear what people if you listen you think, if you that. listen to Mephiscopheles, what they sound like today and what we sounded like when we were in the band during the nineties, this sounds a lot more like that period. They're a metal band now, yeah. you know, I mean they they've they've gone full, you know, like you know? Brittany and I were never trying to do that. We were always trying to do this with horns. With you know? horns. Which is another thing, so Horns, we we horns, learned. Horns we learned our lesson. <laughs> we learned our lesson. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. The problem is we like horns. We just don't like horn players. <laughs> so, but there's no way to really get that except with keyboards. Without, you can right. kind of get it. Yes, yes. That's the closest you can get to but horns. The funny, you know, the funny thing is, like, I also have this belief now, and every band I ever do from this point on, if you're not playing an instrument, then you don't belong in it. There'll never be a singer. You know, because they are in invariably insufferable, you know, and they're not really contributing that much. If the singer can't play a freaking instrument, find somebody else, you know. And it's nothing against anybody that I've ever worked with. This is not against Andre or anything like that. It's just that so many... It's against all lead singers. All lead singers, yes. You know the joke, you know, the how many lead singers does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They just hold the light bulb and the world revolves around them, you know. And so anyway. I mean, and like I said, it really isn't against anybody in particular. It's just I just want to say my, you know, my sister's a lead singer, so I'm really offended by that. My mom was a lead singer. Oh, well, yeah, I bet so she was. I can say, I can say Yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, it's like, to me, it's like, if you can, if you can keep the number of personnel to an absolute minimum, you are creating your an environment where there's much less opportunity for conflict and a lot less opportunity for people to get in each other's way. Something you know? really nice about not having the eight-headed monster. Right. I played in a lot of big bands and it's so much more difficult to get everyone on the same page. Not that we always agree on, on everything either, but we disagree a lot. But we always, we always work. It's we're all pretty much like in the same mindset when we play, you know. And so I think that the four piece is a great idea. It, you know? No, and and you guys have a nice full sound as as well. I, you know, we're we're with like. I'm standing here with three incredibly talented people, and... It's not us, it's those people over there. Yeah, right. The police officer and the bar owner. By and pulled her no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you, you find the people that you want to work with, and you find your sound, you find your niche, and it works. That really is the I think thing. Barbara's like, it's just great, funny. You know? Like, Brendan and I, like, you know, we started math, and when we started playing again, it just sounded like us. And that was like, that's the good thing about not being incredibly talented. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> we weren't rusty, you know? <laughs> When you're, no, but it was just like it just sounds like us, and with these guys, yeah, it just sounds like us. With these guys, yeah, because we've worked, you know, I've worked with Jerrica for so long. It's like we do have this symbiosis, and Irina just sort of fell into it and like fits because she's, she's a freak the same too. mental yeah. illness that we yes. do. Yes, but it's but it's been super fun. Well, Lighting yeah. and, and, and Irina, Irina brings like the booty shaking yes. to, oh, to, yeah. to the show. I, I, think, I think Irina is the secret sauce. The weapon. I think she is. I think she's like. Yeah, she's like the extra. So you're, 
Yeah, well, well, here's another name for you. If like when you get sued, you can just like rearrange like Irina and the Barbers. There you go. There you go. We'll do that. Irina and the Barbers. There you go. The I like Scarbicide. What did you say? No, no we're not Scarbicide. You can't do any more scalpons. No and then we could have like a nasty scar. What if we spell it with a C? This is a true thing about the guy that started the product, Barbicide. He actually, he grew up, he had like sores on his head or eczema or something, and he hated going to the to the barber because he would always get like shaved and stuff and he just, he hated it. And he said when he started this product, he, he like secretly wanted to kill all barbers. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making this up. That's all the Barbershop fans, the Barberheads, the Barbarians. Uh, this is my sibling. This is my siblings. My brothers and their, and their wives and half siblings. Bye guys. Thank you for the coming. Fans of us. They're not related. They're related. The Irish So at, at this time, do you have any other future uh, events coming up in the in the local NYC area? No, but we're open to you know anything that might come along. Children's parties, bar mitzvahs. Jer- well, Jerrica, Jerrica wants to play at. Autos because she lives a half block away <laughs> and doesn't have to carry that any. That was there. supposed to be our first gig. Yeah, that was, that was where we had to cancel when he had to have the eye yeah. surgery. Well, well, yeah, we'll probably play there. I, I know, I know, I know, I know somebody that that that, that <laughs> might be able to get you guys in there and has and has a date that hasn't been announced yet. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see, yeah, we'll, but we've been, you know, we've been waiting a while to get our. We got we had to play at Underbar in the Bronx on the 28th of September, which I. I actually told him I haven't told you about it yet. Oh, that, oh. no, he was he was talking to me about it. I was like, oh, it, okay. So it's, it's up by me. All right, that's not like my holidays, so is it? It's it is. Days. It is. It's two days before Russia. Two days before is fine. Yeah. It's not the actual. It's two days before. Right. It is not the actual. Okay. Yeah. Have to set a good example for my child. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they come round you up in 2020. Yes. Hogan <laughs> can actually go to temple, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think oh. yes. I think we're we're, we're being. It's or? it's a seawater or something is falling from the sky. So it's my hair is starting to rain. Or your hair. A sea rain. I don't want us to keep standing here in this AC rain. AC rain. AC rain. <laughs> well, I, I don't think this interview can go anywhere from there. So, so we'll end it on that note. We're literally. gonna end that on that note, literally. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for talking to us. And I love your show. I've listened to it a bunch of times. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The best of the best of luck, and uh, we will we will see you at a at a local dive in the near future. Yes. And I hope you did enjoy that interview. Indeed, I had a really fun time. Uh, talking with them. It was a little bit like herding cats. Uh, obviously, we'd all been drinking, and, uh, you know, it's outside, and there's lots of distractions and what have you, but I thought that came off rather well. Uh, so we'll be listening to some music from Barbicide uh, toward the end of the show. Don't cheat and fast forward. Uh, there's plenty of great music uh, before that, but we are going to close out the show uh, with one of their songs. Uh, so as we get on to the next batch of music, um, I was listening to this uh, earlier today, uh, which we're going to start off here with is uh, The Toasters and East Side Beat, um, probably one of my favorite songs uh, by them. We're going to be listening to the version that comes off of Ska Boom, and this set is going to be a little bit of a, how should we say, a quiz. 
So figure out the theme. I'm going to tell you at the very at the very end, of course. You know, I'm not going to like make you go to the blog or, you know, write in or guess or anything. I'm going to I'm going to tell you, but this is going to be a, a personal uh, quiz for you to figure out uh, the theme of this uh, this full next set. So let's start off with uh, the toasters here with East Side Beat, and uh, I'm going to tell you what the theme is at the very end. All right, let's listen.
This is 100% Ska, and let me tell you what you just heard. You're going to have one more moment to try to connect the dots there, and then I'm going to tell you. So we just started off that set, or finished off that set, I should say, with uh, The Boilers. That was Out of Control. Before that, we had Urban Blight with Go Bouncing. Prior to that, Second Step with Opportunity. And finishing off the... uh, the set there, the set list starting us all off there was the toasters with east side east side beat. So, what's the theme? Well, the uh, the three band the three bands after the toasters were name dropped in the toasters song. So there you go. It's not that impressive, but I thought it would be cute. So maybe you enjoyed it. Who knows? Anyway, uh, there's some music for you. So let's listen to some more music, right? Because that's really why you're listening to this usually i'm sure well maybe for the interview too now uh but you're not really listening to me rambling that much uh just enough to break up the music so let's get back to it shall we uh so now i've got uh i think this is well this is new to my collection um i think it's been out for a little bit now i think though uh but this is a uh, a seven inch with uh the uh northeast ska jazz orchestra and this song is going to be featuring uh, Fred Ryder of the uh, New York Ska Jazz Ensemble. Uh, and actually, they're going to be pre- performing a song here that was originally recorded and released on the uh, NYSJE's uh, uh, first album, uh, but now obviously re-recorded, uh, and also features uh, Fred Ryder on uh, sax. This is uh, Prime Suspect, right here on 100% Ska. Oh, 
Aaron Bradwell Collective Collective ugh, with uh, This Is My Time. Prior to that, you heard Detroit Rhythm Crew with Castle Rhythm. Prior to that, The Robustos with uh, No Strangers Here. And starting to set off, we had the Northeast Ska Jazz Orchestra with uh, Fred Ryder with a uh, reinterpretation of the uh, New York Ska Jazz Ensemble song uh, Prime Suspect. Um, I think that's what it was called. I hope it was. I don't have the record in front of me anymore. You know how it is. Anyway, uh, thank you as always for listening. Uh, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, we're going to listen to some uh, Barbicide in just a moment, but a little bit of housekeeping first. Um, if this is perhaps your first time listening to the show, because hopefully I'm getting new uh, you know, new fans all the time, uh, you can collect and uh, listen to all of the previous episodes of 100% Ska on DJRyanMidnight.com. Uh, you can also find me and find the links to older episodes on uh, Facebook at uh, DJ Ryan Midnight, and uh, you can also find and uh, subscribe to the uh, to the show uh, wherever finer podcasts are available. So, iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, you know those kind of places. Um, oh, uh, like Mixcloud, SoundCloud, 
yeah, that's pretty much it. RSS feed, email, smoke signal. If you're if you you know blow out enough smoke, maybe I'll find you and send it to you that way. Probably not. Anyway, that didn't really go as well as I thought it would. Do. Anyway, um, so that's about it. Oh, uh, very important. Uh, if you are in the New York City area or will be in the New York City area on August 17th, I will be hosting uh, the second Subway to Scoville show. We've got four amazing bands all lined up for you. Uh, the Hempsteadies, uh, Stop the Presses, Joker's Republic. Uh, we're going to be celebrating frontman Austin's 21st birthday. Uh, and then uh, opening us all up is going to be Love is a Fist. So uh, doors are at 8, show is at 8.30. This all goes down at Otto's Shrunken Head uh, in the East Village. Again, that's August 17th. So hope you can make it out. Uh, if you can, say hi. I always like to say hi to you, so say hi to me. Uh, so that's about it. So let's listen to some, uh, some Barbicide. And uh, next week I'll have probably some more tunes for you. Maybe another interview if I can uh, grab a band at uh, Brow Stomp. If not, it'll just be all music. Anyway, it'll be uh, it'll be a good show. So here we are. This is Barbicide with Unlove You right here on 100% Ska. We'll see you next week. Thanks as always for listening. <laughs>
Till eternity.